Welcome to a special edition of Sassy Nation, my podcast, in which I'm going to read you a little excerpt from my recently released book, Relationship Impossible, which you can find right now as an ebook only on Amazon only. It's only on Amazon right now as an ebook. The paperback is being put together as we speak. Plus, also the bonus coverage is being put together. So here is a little taste of the book. I'll start with chapter two, which is um, chapter two is called "How Dating Apps and Sites Actually Work." <clears throat> now that most of the lockdown rules have been lifted, online dating slash dating apps are returning to its regular scheduled programming with singles and married folks looking for that one night hookup. But what makes people first go on an app and then swipe? Do the apps work against you or for you? The first location-based apps changed that. Grindr was launched in 2009 and it helps single often anonymous gay men link up by searching for other active users within a specific radius. Then, with the launch of Tinder in 2012, smartphone-owning people of all sexualities could start looking for love or sex or casual dating in their area, and it quickly became the most popular platform on the market. Today, there is no shortage of dating apps available. The most notorious hookup app, especially among the younger folk, remains Tinder, with its popular quote-unquote swiping feature. Online daters use right or left swipes to like or dislike photos of others' users. If each of you swipes right on the other person, it's a match. Tinder now reports 1.6 billion swipes and 26 million matches a day. <clears throat> Bumble is America's second favorite app, and its swiping feature comes with a catch. Anytime there's a match, only users who identify as women can text first. Some apps like Hinge remove the swiping feature entirely, and instead users spark a conversation with the person of interest by liking their photo or commenting on the prompt in their profile, such as a life goal of mine or the most spontaneous thing I've ever done. Yes, here we are. I will continue. <clears throat> Kelly, 27, has been using Hinge and Bubble for three years and says for her, getting matches is easy. The hard part, part, the annoying small talk. She goes on to say, don't ask me what my favorite color is because I'm going to ghost you. And ghosting is made easier with its seamless bottomless list of potential matches on the app that can make it seem as if there is always someone better than the current date. If you detect a flaw, no matter how minor, that makes you suddenly lose interest. There is still plenty of suitors awaiting in your phone. The more options you have, the more superficial your criteria will be. So, how do these dating apps really work? Since users don't know which swipe will bring the reward of a match, apps like Tinder use a variable ratio reward schedule, which means that your matches will be randomly dispersed. 
It's the same reward system used in the slot machines in Las Vegas. Dating sites are in the business of keeping users swiping, looking at their advertisements. On Tinder, you might accidentally swipe right on an ad and paying monthly fees for extra features that should supposedly make finding matches easier, such as Bumble Boost, which costs up to $25 a month and adds 24 hours to the time users have to break the ice with their match. In the midst of swiping fever of 2015, Tinder began to limit the amount of daily ripe swipes to 100 for users who don't buy in their premium service, Tinder Plus, which is up to $30 a month. Even though Tinder, OkCupid, okay, eHarmony have managed to keep their secret behind their matchmaking process, a secret, keeping, oh, but keeping, keep the secret behind their matchmaking process a secret, researchers at Cornell University have cracked that can wide open. And I continue to tell you what that can is. It is no longer a secret of how Tinder, OkCupid, okay, and eHarmony work. There are six things, six different factors that these dating apps use in their um, <clears throat> artificial intelligence algorithm. So in addition to these criteria that I will explain in the book, the algorithm then adds on the new user's location, height, and religion information to draw matches for users. So besides this special six different factors, they add in your location, your height, and your religion. I'll just continue to read this part and then we're done. So you can see that the algorithm pulls in all this information and draws in matches that are closest to the new user's preference. Hence, you can thank math for that lovely date you had last Saturday. So if you think that it's destiny that you meet this person, it is not. It is not. And as I have, as I just read to you, these apps are in the business of making money. They want you on these apps for as long as possible. They will do whatever they need to do to keep you there. We will continue to read. Um, I will do another uh, reading of my book coming up this week, but I will just leave you with this. One of the things that all these sites have in common is this. The, they insert fear that unless you are on their dating site, you will never find your soulmate. They tug at your heartstrings to make you believe that your mate is on the other side of your computer screen or now phone. Research done by Villanova University, Northwestern University, and, and PSPI back this up. So, and you continue to read this. So the next reading, I will do a different chapter, or maybe I'll continue to read this one. Um, I will continue to read this because I, I recently, I asked about 500 guys, what are your biggest frustrations with online dating apps? 
And here in a nutshell is how most men feel about online dating. I will give you that reading next. So thank you for listening to this special edition of Sassy Nation. Like I said, you can go to Amazon.com, put in Relationship Impossible by Stephanie Dolce, and boof, the book will come up. It's an ebook, And you can continue to read why you should not ban dating apps. If you really are interested in looking for a real relationship, you should not be on dating apps. You should not be looking online. And I will give you all those reasons in the next excerpt reading.